take your sweatpants off, you know, start engaging back with life, um, just in general too, but obviously mostly with your real estate business if you're not. This is Byron Lazine and Nicole White, and you are tuned into episode 119 of The Real Word. Word is up. Word is up. Here we go. 119. We've got a 12-part racket number one, if you can imagine that. 12 things agents shouldn't be doing right now. That was uh, a headline in Inman from Nicole Solari. So, Nicole, we're going to get your thoughts on Nicole's opinion piece here on 12 things agents should stop immediately. Uh, Number one thing agents should stop doing, wasting time while overindulging. She references self-isolating, neglecting your hygiene, ignoring your clients, never ignore your clients, uh, over-consuming those webinars that we're all being inundated with. So wasting time while overindulging. Do you agree, Nicole? Oh, absolutely. I think that, um, I think, well, I do think that everyone's obviously going through different, um, I don't know, what do they call them? You know, like when you're going through like loss, like there's like stages. I do think that everyone's probably going through very different stages of this pandemic, but I do think that, what are we now in? Almost grieving. Grieving was the word you were looking for. Yeah. I, so I think that like, I think that we're on to beyond this stage now, again, since it's been eight weeks, I do think it's time. Like she said, take your sweatpants off, you know, start engaging back with life um, just in general too, but obviously mostly with your real estate business, if you're not, um, I, I mean, I agree. I mean, I, I'm, I'm certain that it's probably really difficult for those states that still don't view real estate as essential, but even even those agents should still 100% be reaching out to their clients, especially now that they see that a lot of you know the the world is starting to open again. They certainly don't want to be so far behind once you know we're actually able to. I don't think I don't that. think there's any states still um, keeping real estate from being essential, but but there certainly could be at this point that I'm not aware of. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. You know, there's really never a time to be, you know, just hiding, even when we are, you know, all isolating or, you know, self distancing and and all of this kind of stuff. There's never a time to completely hide. Your business is going to move on with or without you. So I agree. Number two, holding normal open houses and otherwise enabling looky loos. So, like within our brokerage, open houses still are. Not allowed. Uh, not allowed, right? And it makes a lot of sense, I think, right now because we can do virtual open houses. We can do private showings. Uh, so I would agree with that. But I don't think the other Nicole who wrote this article can make a blanket statement like this. There are counties in this country right now that have zero, zero cases or deaths. There are certain counties. So It's not a blatant statement. I think you've got to be very local when you make these decisions, whether open houses are appropriate and safe right now. So I would actually disagree with that when you're talking about the entire country. Uh, I don't think one size fits all. Well, I think I think what she's emphasizing here, though, is is maybe to get rid of the open houses just to get rid of those looky loose that there's just not people 
congregating in areas, but yeah, I hear what you're saying too. Number three, failing to loop everyone involved in the selling process and current showing guidelines. Uh, so you can do things like Zoom and you can really educate your customers, buyers and sellers better right now, I believe. Because if you're going through a contract and you're going to do it on Zoom and they're going to have a screen share with that contract while you're going over it, it's easier, folks, than them, the client, looking over your shoulder at a table or you handing them a piece of paper and talking them through. It's easier for everybody to be looking at the same screen share, in my opinion. So yeah, failing to loop everyone in on what's going on right now would be ludicrous. I think the biggest thing here too, and and again, in terms of like easy, I think it's much easier to have these conversations with your clients too, because I think, and not even just clients, I would say customers too, people that are just like, what's going on? I think right now they're trusting us more than ever to give them the information. So I do think that it's probably easier to have these conversations too, because they're so much more willing to listen and ask for your advice too. And we, and we should, to your point, really be the experts. We should be educating ourselves every day. Everything's changing very quickly. So keep your skills and your information intake sharp. Uh, Number four, not reading the confidential remarks. That's referring to like the MLS, the agent to agent remarks. And yeah, right now, I think more than ever, there's going to be specific situations. This homeowner has a need. They want you to take this protocol before coming in their house. Very important that we adhere to those homeowner needs and their rights. It's their home. So if we're not reading the confidential remarks and we're just blowing through the foyer where they, they're asking us to take off shoes and do a disinfectant routine, right? If we're just not reading right. those remarks and blowing through it, you know, we could, we could harm somebody literally. Number five, arguing with other agents showing restrictions. Ridiculous. Ridiculous. I would say so. Yeah. Well, I think arguing about anything in this business is usually ridiculous, but I think more so obviously more now than ever. Yeah. I mean, these are obviously restrictions that the, the seller may even be putting on their agent too. I had a showing the other day that they only would let me show it if I've if I've shown the virtual tour to my buyers first. That's totally fine with me. I'll be honest. In this case, I'd almost rather rather send the virtual tour because if they're not interested in it, there's no reason for us to even go out to the house and even like you know possibly get contaminated. So, I mean, this one, I again, it's always so unfortunate when you hear agents arguing, especially in a situation, it seems ridiculous. I mean, I mean, everyone has to have a little bit more patience. I get it. I mean, it's a very interesting and weird market, but still, I mean, I'm, I'm in agreement with this one. Number six, not thinking through your own showing instructions. I agree. If you're the agent and you're representing this home, then you should be really conscious of how those Agents, whether it's on lockbox, are going to show it or how you're going to show it. How many agents are allowed? How many consumers are allowed to be at the showing? Uh, Who's touching knobs? Who's touching lights? Are we following public health protocols? All of that as a, uh, you know, as a informed professional listing agent, you should be taking into consideration. And, And just, you know, just popped into my head kind of what you were Number five here, the arguing with other agents, the buyer agents that are arguing with listing agents on on not 
liking the showing protocols or the showing instructions, here's a little tip, buyer agents. Go Uh-oh. get your own listings so you can make up your own rules, okay? Right, you wouldn't be complaining if you had listings to pay attention to. Buyer agents are the biggest complainers of all time. So just a little side go. note rant there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Number seven. Do you, do you want to add anything? Number six? No, I think you've, I think you're good there. You're all good. Right. Num- number yep. seven, letting sellers and buyers make uninformed decisions. So this one's an interesting one. I mean, obviously you and I have come into contact with a few of these things that have happened during the pandemic. I do think the biggest thing that you can do, and and I think more so than uninformed decisions, I think that us as agents, we need to help our clients sort of slow down and, and, and have them take maybe a few extra days, a few extra nights, maybe even weeks if it needs to, before they do make decisions. Um, especially when it comes to like getting out of contracts or again, sellers getting cold feet and them backing out. I think that again, I think more so than uninformed. I mean, obviously we want all of our clients to be informed, but I think more so than anything, I think we need to, you know, sort of help our, our clients sort of encourage them to take a few more extra days or some extra time. Um, Cause obviously, I mean like everything, every, it, like everything's changing one week is different than the next. They may feel differently now than next week. So I think, uh, again, on top of being uninformed or providing them information, I think that we should also help them, you know, take a little bit of extra time before making a decision too. Yeah. If they're your client, leaving them uninformed about anything at any time, pandemic or not, is not the right move as a professional agent. Number eight, leaving home without a mask, gloves, and cleaning products And so it goes on to say good agents typically have a trunk full of stuff, right? Usually we have open house signs and riders and tie wraps and all these kind of things, flyers, right? Uh, Packed into our trunks of our cars. And now we should include the masks, gloves, and cleaning products. Certainly if you're going to be in and out of homes, you should have the disinfectant wipes for every single light switch or for every single doorknob. You as the agent should be the only one touching those things. These are, during this situation, common sense practices. The mask, certainly, um, you don't know if you're going to be meeting clients who are uncomfortable viewing a house without you Absolutely. having a mask. So you should have one in respect to the people that you're meeting. Just don't be that person that I've seen multiple times driving down the freeway with, with, the nobody, mask on? with nobody in their car and their mask on. I can't figure that one out. Well, so I, it's funny that you say that because it, I, people have been saying things like that on Facebook and a nurse did chime in and say, Uh-oh, that I'm going to be you, proven wrong here. I'm ignorant. If, I know. If you are going from one place to another, it's in your best interest to keep the mask on because you can actually contaminate yourself and the mask if you leave one place, take the mask off while you're driving and then put it What if you wash your hand? I guess if you can't wash your hands. Yes, if you, yes. So again, I think that that, but I'm with you on that. I mean, it is, it's sort of funny to see people driving around or like the ones that have like their top down, like they have their tops down because it's getting a little warmer. I get it. People are freaked out and, uh, you know, they should do what makes makes them feel comfortable, I guess. Well, unless maybe they're sick. Again, you're supposed to wear the mask if you're sick so that you don't spread your germs. Well, if so. you're sick, you're supposed to be staying in, you're not supposed to be driving around if you're sick. That's the big thing, right? Okay. Number nine, okay. spreading fake news. Agents should not be spreading fake news. So quit sharing stuff that would be considered 
fake news. That, that really, sh- does that have to just be during a pandemic? Can we, no, can we stop sharing fake news all the time? All the time. Yes. Uh, I think right now it's, it, and it, this number nine sort of leads into number 10 about giving health advice. Um, I think both of them, all agents should, yeah, I think every individual in our society should reframe from both of them in all honesty at this time. Let the, again, let the professionals speak about it. Just like no one's necessarily, well, some probably do, but like talk about your industry, talk about what you know with your business and with real estate. Um, And again, leave the, the news and the, and the, you know, health advice to those professionals too. The majority of the health professionals are disagreeing enough for us to confuse matters. So I agree to leave it and uh, talk about what you know, which is real estate. And if you don't know anything about real estate, then turn your license back in. Number 11, or or get a mentor or get some help or join a yeah, team. Yeah, do that. Why don't we 11, start there? Get a coach. Not, not mastering online meeting technology. Agents should, should uh, really face the fact and <laughs> understand that Zoom's not going away. That this No, this one's funny though, because it she does make mention about, you know, paying attention to the camera angle. It's more flattering if the camera is above eye level. Comb your hair, dress up a little. So I do, I mean, on top of knowing how to use Zoom, it, she's also giving tips on how to look best while on a Zoom call. So and a lot this of those one made me chuckle a little. And agents, if you haven't been doing it, a lot of these tips have been out there since 2013. You should have already been engaging in them in, by 2015, 16, probably the latest. And so if you haven't gotten on board now, I, I, I feel like the market's probably moved past you to some degree, unless you're just probably a 40-year vet and so entrenched in referral after referral. But if you're somebody who's still building your business, this isn't going away for the rest of your career, meaning will the technology of Zoom and StreamYard and these types of things get better? Absolutely. It's going to get closer to real life. The technology and the visual look of it is going to improve, but this is not going away probably for the rest of our lives in some form, right? Number 12, expecting things to go back to normal. Agents should not expect things to go back to normal. I think, I I mean, I think things are are always going to change us when it's this dramatic, when something like this happens. Um, But I'm not going to be a fear monger and say normal life is never coming back. And, and so to this one, number 12, I I just think it's a, I think it's a crappy one to say. Um, Just, just it'll be a new normal. I mean, everything is going to be different. I mean, Gosh, like who knew I'd be like working out five days a week for 20 minutes? I mean, but that's a great new normal for me, it's you know? Great new normal. Yeah. I, I mean, I think we're going to have to adapt, but, but I also believe that uh, people do want to feel optimistic about being able to get back to see the people they love and all of that kind of stuff. And so, for, you know, whatever angle that hits you, and that hits me when I hear expecting things to go back to normal. I automatically think about the way we interact as humans humans, and and I do think that's going back to normal at some point. Maybe not tomorrow, but yeah, no. I, do, I do believe at some point we're going to get together and watch the Super Bowl. I do believe or that. Or you're going to be sitting at a bar having a cocktail again soon. Yeah, I, I believe that. And I'll be one of the people that probably does that first. Right? <laughs> All right. Racket number two. Open door returns to the scene to home buying with contact free 
selling, contact-free selling. So both of their new programs, new programs, Sell Direct, and the other one is, what is it? What is the other one called? Buy with Reserve? Home Reserve. Home Reserve. So Sell Direct is a way, a contact-free to way to sell instantly to open door. Home Reserve is a method to reserve and move into a new home while open door tries to sell the old home. The tool. I don't. I don't think it's saying that though, love. I don't. I, I just read it for, right direct from Inman. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, home reserve. The 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 definition of it in this article makes it a little bit not so clear if Home Door is really selling their home or if they. Well, I just read that line right from Inman, so I'll go with it. Oh, okay. Hmm. That's All a, right. Patrick Kearns, staff writer for Inman, his article. So if I'm wrong, Patrick's wrong. And we're going to link these articles up, of course, so you can read them and interpret them. Uh, but I did read that one word for word. While Open Door tries to sell the old home, the tools launched Monday in Phoenix uh, will also debut May 11 in Raleigh, Durham, North Carolina. Carolina. So Open Door's uh, CEO, Eric Wu, who, who, by the way, just recently laid off 35% of the staff, which was approximately 600 employees. They said that they pulled back on buying homes because of safety. They also said their mission at Open Door has not changed, but over the past few months, we focused our time on listening to shoppers and buyers. People still have these needs to go out and buy. We've heard that loud and clear, but we've also heard that safety is the number one priority. Doesn't appear to me that safety is the open door number one priority. When this situation hit all of us at the same time, they stopped buying and laid off 35% of their staff. Maybe they're trying to use this, like we've heard, uh, I think we, we've, we've talked about this in the past, where you try to use this to front as something else there to me open door is using this to front on like, Hey, we're, we're just, we were laying low so we could come up with a safe product. No, they were laying low because they were running out of dough in my opinion, which is why they laid off 35% of their work staff. And they're only getting back into the ring now because they're probably facing the fact that investors are saying, listen, Unless you start giving us a return on our investment, your doors are going to shut. It's also interesting to me that Zillow hasn't jumped back into the home buying process. I would imagine that they're waiting in the wings to see if prices decline before they start to do this. Maybe maybe Open Door believes that Phoenix and Raleigh-Durham prices will decline. Uh because this is contact free and they're actually not going to be going and looking at the homes, it appears from this article, maybe they're going to be really significantly reducing the offers that they give to homeowners. That's, that's what I believe. Well, I think that they're also, um, I mean, I don't mean to put like a negative spin on this, but I'm, I'm certain that they're probably also seeing sort of the landscape and they're probably thinking that there's a lot of people that need to get out of their homes quickly um, because they can no longer afford them or what have you. So they could also just be taking advantage of, of the situation um, to grab a few of these homes. And I did pull up their website. So I did want to, you are correct. It says that open door will help you sell your old home. So I'm wondering if that is sort of a requirement that if they're helping you buy, you'd have to list with one of their agents. But I did, I did look at it while you were chatting. Yeah, I think, well, there. I think you have to sell with open door, meaning, meaning they're going to, you know, essentially buy that home and get it sold for you. Right. 
uh, contact free. So, and here's the situation. People that really don't want people coming into their home could sell their home to open door, use the home reserve tool to go get their other house, move into that one and, you know, not have to basically see any agents by, you know, or buyers coming into their home. So, Hey, open door can spin it however they want. Listen, at the end of the day, they took a ton, a ton of capital from uh, the VC world and they've got to answer to them. So unless they start turning a profit, their lights will be shut off. All right. We've got a marketeer. It's always fun to see things reopen now. It's like part of the fun, you know? Open door. I could have, I could have done without him. (laughs) Marketeer of the week. This one was sent to us by you guys, people following along on Inman. And uh, it was, it was really nice to get that email a week ago. From our friend Danny. Shout out to Danny. Hope you're doing well and healthy over at Inman. And looks like this was from Address. Is that the the name of the brokerage here? The Address. They've got the double D's. One of the D's is flipped going into the other D. I like their logo. And Bud Mastropolo. If I got that right, Bud, give me give me a comment if I got that one right, Bud, your last name is the listing agent for 901 Cliff Drive, Newport Beach, California. I thought this was a really well done video. We're going to play you like 10 seconds of it here just in a second. And you can always go and and watch the whole video. Uh, But he starts in his office. It's very vlog-like. It's very casual and loose. And from the office, they, they then go to some aerials of Newport Beach. He explains the area, some of the features, and then they get into this home, luxury home, of course, because it's in Newport Beach. Crib style, pretty well yeah, done. Yeah, Danny video. definitely called it crib style. I mean, I'm a huge crib style fan. I feel like, you know, it's probably why our podcast is also called The Real Word because, you know, it's it's all this MTV all this MTV chat. But I, I thought it was- need to get I, you an old school MTV t-shirt, Nicole. I what? We need to get you an old school MTV T-shirt. What is that one like with the M and then like the TV, like a like a little cube Didn't, thing? I mean, you, you watch MTV, <laughs> right? You know how the show. I do think though, what what is super helpful with this video, obviously, and we'll always say, is it's like the most beautiful home. Um, it's certainly a lot more fun to see a beautiful home crib style than um, if you were to walk into the the White House right now. Um, there wouldn't really be much, much to show off there. But it, again, I, I think he's doing a wonderful job here. I, again, we're always happy to see that people are still producing film when they should be or video. So again, it's 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 spectacular. I'm, I'm actually able to see it now, Byron, now that I oh, pulled it up on my, on my computer. So Good job, bud. We're going to link that up so you guys can check it out and encourage you to stay on here for the next 10 seconds where you get a sneak peek of Bud's new listing in Newport Beach. Keep it real, guys. See ya. Here we are at 901 Cliff Drive, an incredible neighborhood, the Cliff Haven, Newport Heights neighborhood. We've got an awesome elementary school, plus Newport Harbor High is right here. 